Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minutes, a daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. And today we're talking about minute number 170 of Dawn of Justice, which is going to start with uh, Diana giving us a history lesson, or she's uh, she's uh, referencing another film that's going to come into the DC Cinematic Universe. Um, and then in a minute it's going to end with the circus happening in Metropolis. Um it's uh, the Haley Circus is in town, and uh, we completely got over the fact that Superman passed away. But no, before we can have uh, references to Justice League, Diana says, I got to tell you about my movie coming out, which already came out uh, last year. But, but it happened 100 years ago. It happened 100 years ago. And, you know, a lot of people were giving, uh, I think someone called Gal Gadot out on this line, which seems completely unfair but like they were like saying they basically were like fact checking that line because she says a hundred years ago in the subtitles it's written like numerically like 100 years ago which makes it seem a little too specific um but she says a hundred years ago i walked away from mankind um and the just the what people misinterpret is that they're thinking okay like after or during World War One, she was like, you know what? I'm done being a hero. I'm hanging up the cape and cow, like, and I'm not doing that anymore. Um, TR and sword. But it's like, come on, man. Like, you get what's happening. It's not like she's saying, I don't, like, she's saying, like, her naivety was, like, broken, you know? Like, I don't. I don't think I don't feel like that's a, a line that deserves to be nitpicked like that. Like out of all other lines of dialogue, like what why? were people's gripes with it that she just walked away from or the hundred years? What's what's the, the deal? The Wonder Woman doesn't end that way. That one, the Wonder Woman film doesn't end with her actually saying, "Oh, I'm done." Oh, I'm not Wonder Woman anymore. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. There, you know, there is no Spider Man anymore. Like kind of thing. Like I don't think that's how it was really supposed to be interpreted. Um, the last bit of wartime in Wonder Woman, the last Wonder Woman in wartime part was um, her back in New York celebrating everything and like Steve Trevor's no, no, picture. No, it's uh, London. Well, same thing. They, oh yeah, they were in London. Sorry, they weren't in New York. Big white My city. My apologies. <laughs> um... But yeah, she was, uh, but then she, you know, we're having a sequel coming out in the 80s and she is going to keep, I guess, somehow fighting with crime. Although we don't know what the plot for Wonder Woman 2 is, so we can't really make that judgment. But the thing is, like, people I think are, she walks, like, what the, the turn of, like, walking away from mankind was not just, like, I think I, she tried. I guess in she, this sense, she was being a recluse. Yeah. Well, yeah. And in Wonder, this movie. In the Wonder Woman film, she tried being Superman. She tried being yeah. She tried being Superman from The Dark Knight Rises, where he's like, "I represent, I represent Great Britain, and I'm here to stop tanks and and fight Hitler." But <laughs> that's World War Two. But Hitler, like World War One, she tried being that. She tried being like, "Here, like, send me there, let me kill the God of War. Like, I got this." And then she was like, "Hold up, I don't got this because this didn't solve anything. Um, so I'm not gonna try and be Superman or Superwoman." 
um or like the idea of wonder woman yeah like i think she tried being wonder woman and then she was like you know what i'll just be vigilante diana that's just her new name so find vigilante diana yeah find that in the comic shops uh no i couldn't think i couldn't (laughs) couldn't think of one better vigiana vigiana i don't know vigiana nope anyways you can't you can't combine that sounds like a digimon Anyways, yep. Um, but yeah, so it's some people just found that, and they decided, hey, that is a plot hole. That's not a plot hole. It's all from a certain point of view. Know your Star Wars. There you go. And um, she said, "Man made a world where standing together is impossible." And that's when we get my favorite, one of my favorite Bruce Wayne quotes uh, in this film. I, I think it's amazing on its own, even if like. It's not like you're not considering it from this movie. Um, it's the name. But in general? Yeah, just like outside of context. All right. Put that on a protest Tell sign. me about it. Why do you like it so much? Um, well, I guess we can like read the quote or whatnot, but it's a men are still good quote. Um, you yeah, hear why do you like it's it? It's the name of... Give me some backstory. Hold up. Go for it. It's the name of the theme for Batman in this film. Oh, okay. So like score purposes. All right. It's not just score. It's also the words, man. What you read? says, men are still good, we fight, we kill, we betray one another. Um, but we can do better. Um, what does he say? We can, But we can do better. Um, we can rebuild, we have to, right? We can rebuild, we can do better. We will, we have to. Um, I think that's great, outside of context. Just like, that should be a mantra. It's just the the notion of surviving, I guess just surviving just for yeah. the sake of surviving are you trying to turn into surviving in, in, in peace because there's no I, I i feel like it's a very i think it's the perfect way of saying that batman is inspired by superman and you know like coming you know hot off the press with that like he's saying hey we're terrible humans yeah. are the worst yeah um but we can be better. Like we have the ability to do it. Um, Cause Superman the, we was. have to part. You can, is optional. I would probably, if you want to argue that it's optional, but like just the, the fact that we have the ability to be good people, yeah. that we can do the right thing. Like that, that choice lies in all of us. Um, you know, I think it's great. I think you can really uh, put that out of context. Put it on a t-shirt. Put on a T-shirt. Like I said, put on a protest sign next time you go protesting somewhere. Is it men are still good or we can do better? Both. (laughs) If you could put one, just one phrase on a sign at a protest, what would it be? That whole quote. No, just one. Just you got to pick one line. One out of them? Yeah, one line out of it. Uh, Trying to think of the least, (laughs) (laughs) the least climactic one. Uh Uh-huh. we will. We will. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Scared me. Noises. Yeah. <laughs> we will. We have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we have to. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> we have to. And they just read and go, what? We have to We what? have to. Just, hey, we have to. That's it. You made your choice. <laughs> start chanting that. We have to. <laughs> we have to. Just thinking of that vine where it's like the meet or greet instead of the meet and greet. Hey, was, that's it. You made your choice. <laughs> Um, I don't know that one. Uh, I'll have to show you later. But no, um, 
<laughs> I I think is a very powerful quote, and I I really like it. I think it means a lot, especially for this Batman going into Justice League and like with the Superman and what he represents and all that. I think it does capture that Superman, you know, represented the power of choice, even though Batman is the one who says like we have to, but. Superman showed that there's still good in everyone. You know, Batman was kind of, uh, I don't know, risen from his, like... Rebirthed? Resurrected? Reborn? Reborn is probably better. Yeah, good-hearted Batman. Like, Mm -hmm. Superman found the good in Batman, and, like, that helped carve the way for uh, his his character arc. So I I really think, like, it's just a really good speech a really good little snippet of dialogue um i think it's, i think it's just fantastic i i feel like this whole ending moment has just been like the best part and and that's why i think like this is the best death of superman story we got because this person wanted to write yeah a good story not i want to kill off superman for x amount of money or we have to do this because studio was requiring yeah. it this is a man who said I really want to kill Superman in the story. And this is like the story I want to tell. There's motivation behind it. And so like there's, there's passion. That's what it is. There's passion in a person's work. And like that should be the basis of anyone doing anything, whether Mm -hmm. you write a book or design a video game or write a piece of music. It's like, I'm doing this because I'm very passionate and I want to tell this story, whatever medium it may be in. And that's why I think this, uh, death of Superman story works so well because like, this is something that they really, really wanted you to know. Maybe the um, death of Superman uh, shouldn't be seen as an ending. Maybe it should be seen as a call to action. I think uh, this movie could have started uh, the franchise, even if Man of Steel didn't exist. Like, oh, well, no, I wasn't saying like that. I was just saying the act of Superman dying is a call of action to all the other heroes. No, like yeah. what Bruce Wayne no, is No, exactly. And that's why I think it's like it, it can be the catalyst of the this cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, this film is, this film is the catalyst. Um, but even if Man of Steel didn't exist, if we just like, Zack Snyder was like, Hey, this is the film I'm starting with. Like we never even got a Man of Steel. They didn't even want to write one. They were just like, let's just, you know, the characters. Yeah. You know, the characters, let's just jump right in Mm -hmm. with this like dystopian, uh, world where like the superheroes are all out of whack and then kind of like a, like a diamond prism and like the it like starts to go into the right direction yeah i've listened to dark side of the moon yeah and uh (laughs) so that's like why i think this works so well is because this person cared about telling this story this person was gunning for it so yeah i think i think that's why it's i think that's why it's perfect it's got a good ending man yeah it's got a great ending like i said it's got a call to action they wanted you to walk out with this this information um so yeah it's that's it for uh, for me on that one. Uh, we cut into Kansas. This is what we're talking about. Metropolis. We, this is the circus. Yeah, this is the circus in Metropolis. Thank you for correcting that. Um, they are at the outside. They are in Heroes Park. So Heroes Park has been cleared of the debris uh, that Doomsday caused in Superman, but you still see it um in justice league so 
Really? Yes. Yeah, because he picks up the Superman head and he throws it at Justice oh, League. Yeah. It's all broken and everything. And he's fighting Barry Allen between yeah. all those pillars. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not here. At least I don't see it. No, I'm not seeing it. Unless they're just like stepped around it, which we can, we'll zoom in in um, uh, Monday's minute. We'll take a closer look at that. But yeah, Heroes Park is cleaned out. Uh, it's still next to the scout ship, is still there. Um, and we see just a totally different reaction for the death of Superman. A lot more uh, crying faces and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And um, get the, I don't know, th- those aren't the kerosene candles that we were talking about last time. No. <laughs> okay. Look at this guy with the hat, though. Doesn't he look like he's straight out of like 1920? It kind of looks like, um... oh, what's his name? I totally, I totally lost his name. I can't think of it now. Kind of looks like Mark Ruffalo from this angle. Mark Ruffalo meets uh, who played Batman? A lot of people. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton meets Mark Ruffalo, like Spider-Man: Homecoming. Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> All right, present uh, day Michael Keaton. In present day and current version and thirteen going on thirty. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I'm good on that one. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I have for this one. What about you? Yeah, that's, that's it. Um, we get some more, uh, Heroes Park next week and, uh, then it gets a little exciting. So yeah. enough with the tears guys, dry those eyes. Uh, cause we're done with the somberness or you know what? Be okay with crying. Let it out, man. Yeah. Don't I mean, let... yeah, do that, but then get ready. Cause we're going to throw you into excitement again. Hey, get ready to cry again when someone shows up. And we'll talk to you guys next week here on DC Cinematic Minute. Make sure you check out all social media at DC Minute.